0: We are not affiliated with, nor do we represent Alcoholics Anonymous. We are simply here sharing our experiences, strength, and hope so that hopefully we can help someone through another day.
1: So, hi, everybody. We're back. I'm Vicki. I'm Lynn. And I'm Bree. And, and we, we are Telling, telling on Ourselves. ourselves.
0: Telling telling, 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 telling on ourselves. Telling, telling, telling on
2: ourselves. Telling on telling ourselves. ourselves. Telling on ourselves. Telling,
1: telling, 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 telling on ourselves. ourselves. Ooh. Ooh. Welcome to 2020. Yeah, it's a new century.
0: Some, no, a decade. Decade. <laughs> Someone asked me the other day, "Is like, how's 2020 for you so far? And I'm like, well, I still don't have 2020 vision, so. Oh, but it's grandpa joke. Such a grandpa joke. <laughs> I totally a grandpa and joke. I laughed and so I laughed we're right and on I laughed. Track. We've I had a
1: math joke and
0: a <laughs> grandpa joke. We are, yeah. The more things change, the more they stay the same, right? Giddy up. Yep. <laughs> Giddy up.
2: I'm not going to lie, though. I am so happy it's 2020. I, I don't too. know why it feels different. I don't know if there's been a shift in... Energy. One of the the ladies at the meeting this morning was talking about how 2020, when you add it up, it's four and four is a uh, man or is the magical number is a number of action and of uh, production, production, she was saying. So, you know, Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I'm going to actually maybe get some shit done this year. Go with that. (laughs) Go with that.
0: (laughs) I have found, excuse me, maybe it's the older I get that this becomes more of a theme for me. But. I'm all about new beginnings, and I consider the new year absolutely a new beginning, and it's exciting for me. I don't spend a whole lot of time angsting over what I didn't do or could have done differently the previous year. try to learn the lessons I can, but really just be excited about new adventures and new opportunities because every year I'm like, oh, my God, the things that I was given last year, it can only be
1: better. So, you know what that is? What, what am I going to say? It's the gratitude. It's living in recovery. It's living in recovery. That is what we do. We yep. we focus on the now and we don't stay caught up in the back. Like they always say um, you can look in the rear, glance in the rear view mirror, but you need to focus on the road ahead. That's right.
0: Uh, have you guys ever ridden a motorcycle?
1: No. No. When, Not yet.
0: When you're doing it, your body. Hence the motorcycle follows your head. So whatever you're looking at is what you're gonna where you're gonna go. So if you're looking down, you're gonna crash. If you're distracted and looking to the side, you're gonna crash. You've gotta keep looking forward and you're actually looking where you want to be, not where you are.
1: Relentless forward motion. Yeah,
0: and that's such a good metaphor for how I like to live my life now. It's like I'm constantly looking for where I wanna be.
1: Well, With that said, you're also present, though, where you are. Yeah. So I think that's a great analogy because I think Mm -hmm. when I was drinking like a lush, I (laughs) used to um, always be trying to figure out where I needed to go. Like, what bar are we going to after this? Uh, I was like always focused on that. But I, but I wasn't in the now. But I like because I was sitting on a bar stool. But if you're riding a bike, you're like riding. You yeah. are in. You're a verb. Yeah. You know. Yes, and is that right? A verb? Can
0: I, Yeah, it is. A shout out to David because he always reminds me of of how present you have to be when you are on a bike. And um, yeah, thank you, David.
1: And a PSA, look out for motorcycle drivers, please. riders, whatever they're called. But, I please. mean, it's January, and so mm-hmm. we don't have a lot of them here. We
0: don't have a lot, but still, it's, you know, they're they're not that quick or that agile.
1: So first thought wrong is going to our producer girl, Chelsea. Miss Chelsea.
0: Woo-woo-woo. Yeah, we were all sitting around. And it's like, well, I don't know. And then Chelsea chimed in. She's like, I actually have one. And we're like, please help us out. Help some sisters out.
3: Give it to me, baby. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Well, really trying to practice, um, you know, the teachings and live in my moment. Um, and one of the one of the things I realized, so I've been in the program only five months, um, but you know, I realized that it just I wasn't able to follow through with my commitments with my current or my my sponsor, and it just that. You know, I, I was feeling a lot of guilt and um, it was making me very anxious <laughs> that I was because uh, we had a standing call on Friday and it just began to realize that I this was not a good day for me and things were just not aligning. And, and, and if I was really going to, you know, work the program, you know, I had to, to face the fact that I had to have a difficult conversation Um and I'm definitely a voider when it comes to difficult conversations, but I, I, I realized that the, the first thing I needed to put first was my sobriety. And 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 really, I in my mind, had thought about all these things. You know, I had so much fear related to, um, you know, having that discussion and, um, you know, just the lo- like fear of loss, fear of rejection, fear of all those things that kind of led me uh, to drink in the first place. And, um, you know, I ended up sending a text just saying, I think I need to to work um, with someone in my weekend group just because it would be easier for me to have a face-to-face every week. And she was so gracious and um, really just said, whatever is best for your sobriety. And um, I did see her at um, a holiday party and gave her a big hug. And I just, it made me realize that I think, uh, the, the women that I've encountered in this program, I mean, they, they are trying to live the teachings. And, um, so that was my first thought wrong was just, I'm, I'm just going to delay and avoid and not do this and not make the change. And the second thought, right, was no, you know, this is life or death. This is my sobriety. And I need to work with someone that I see on a, an extremely regular basis and can meet face to face Um, so that that was my story but um, it was a good way to start the year
0: thank you Chelsea Yeah, that um, I've been through a similar situation, and, and all of that stuff comes up. It's like all the things, like you said, what drove you to drink. All of that, those emotions come cropping up again, and they kind of smack you in the face. And you're being vulnerable because you're, you know, again asking for help. And I remember telling somebody when I was looking for a sponsor, it's like I felt like I was asking someone out on a date because all I could think of was the rejection that I was going to receive. You know, none of the good because you always go to the bad first. So.
1: Did you have something to say? No. Okay. Well, I was thinking when she was talking about um, how cool it is and how really when I when I can tell somebody when they do let me go, when I can tell somebody that's fine, and really feel it because I really do care about that person just staying sober for that day and if I'm not a part of the solution for that person I'm sure I planted some kind of seed so I am super grateful for that 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 like okay so that rejection has gone away that feeling of rejection I mean you always feel insecure like oh did I do something wrong but I will say after this long in recovery you know I was working with a couple people I've been working with a lot of new people recently and you know um they all aren't calling me anymore, but all I am doing is hoping that I either planted seeds or help, or they found someone else that will help them more or whatever the case may be. But like that real, that feeling of like the first time it happened, which was very much rejection, now that feeling I have is so much smoother. And what a gift that I can just care about their recovery because that's ultimately what keeps me sober.
0: Yeah, it's always it's paying it forward. That's what they tell us. It's to keep it, you have to give it away, and I think that's true in any any situation in life. This is not just about recovery. And, and the more we do this podcast, the more we're discovering these are just tools for life. People that have been in therapy know know a lot of these same things. And the best way to get your head out of your ass and get out of your head in general is to help someone else.
1: Help another. Mm-hmm. And it always works. So what's your what is your definition? Today. Well,
0: it's funny because we, um, as a group, decided, as a group conscience, decided to do kind of a retrospective on the past year. Kind of our highlights, lowlights, favorites, um, all that kind of good stuff. I don't Happy think and crappy. Yeah, I don't think there's a lot of crappy, though. I don't think there's a lot of thumbs down. But So the word that I decided to give a definition to today is retrospective. Retrospective. And it comes from the Latin retro, retrospectare which I did not practice looking at. <laughs> pronouncing this called look back generally is a look back at events that took place or works that were produced in the past Retro yep so things that that we produced because we we produced a lot this year ladies and I'm I I for one am personally very proud of the this journey
2: I had a chaotic journey year I am glad to be leaving it. In 2019, Mm -hmm. I can honestly say as I was reflecting on what I would talk about this year, I or what I would talk about about this year, I was just thinking, wow, like chaos, internal, internal chaos,
0: but gifts of growth.
2: Totally. Like, I, I definitely got something out of it. I do think about the lotus. Man, that was... I'm, I feel like I am the lotus. Yeah. But I create my
0: own mud. I hear a new tattoo in my head is what I'm hearing.
1: Oh, for you? Cute. No, for you. Oh, there's no <laughs> way I'm getting a tattoo. <laughs> Not a tattoo, girl. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Hey, one day at a time. You know... um, Retrospectively, I, I like the feeling I, I have is just amazed. I'm amazed that it we actually completed it, that we pulled it together in in the fullness of our lives, mm-hmm. and um, the way that higher power and the universe worked in allowing time for this, and uh, just the you know it's like we were talking about the birthing of a new thing, and and I mean I I look at. Other people's podcasts and they have two hundred episodes and and there isn't a doubt in my mind that um, that this the beauty of this 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 amazing like feeling uh, is going to just it's just unfolding and I'm watching it and I'm a part of it and I, I don't think pr- like pride doesn't come up for me it's more no. like um, I'm just amazed that I'm, I guess proud is there but it's a different kind of feeling it's like a wow wow yeah. That's cool. And I feel it,
0: that. Yeah, I totally feel that. And it w- definitely for me went from wouldn't this be cool? I don't know how we could really do it. Then can we sustain this to we are really fucking doing this.
1: And how yeah. do we grow this? Yeah. Yeah, there's, you know, there's there's so many people that are fans that support us in so many different ways that mm-hmm. I'm amazed and, and surprised by the people that are being supportive Very it, it just makes me really like I don't know I'm feeling like the NPR lady, Lynn. I can't get out of the NPR lady role. Sweaty <laughs> balls. I
0: had I had to introduce them to the skit. That, it was a while back, but um, two of the the, the ladies they did this ongoing skit for a while where they were NPR ladies. So they always have like these really calm voices, and they're total hippies, you can tell. And they're like, yeah, and then we're going to talk about this and that. And when we are like really in sync with something and, and excited about it, a thing that we all clicked with. We get that voice. And I, I texted Vicki one day after the podcast. I'm like, we totally sound like the NPR ladies. And she didn't know what I was talking about. So, But I have seen it after watching it. Um, yeah. But,
2: yeah. yeah. It's on SNL for anyone who's listening. In the 90s. Yeah.
0: Total, total 90s. But... We are going to talk about some of our highs and lows of the year, and I, I kept this little notebook um, that I dropped my pen on. I'm sorry. Um, so, what I that was my note taking book during the podcast, and I would write the golden nuggets and then topics for next week. And it's funny because when you go back and try to read your jotted down words that at the moment made sense. It, a lot of it, I would just chuckle out, and I'm like, what the hell was I talking about? But there's some fun ones. But, you know, um, it was towards the very beginning, some things that I kind of, in my mind, coined for me that I kept referring back to over and over and over again. And it was one of the very first episodes when I talked about the wagon wheel rut. And I had heard a similar story, so that's what I drew that reference from. That's what I pulled it from. And it became so prevalent for me to describe and to convey um, my patterns, how they are stuck and how they're changing and how I can work on changing them. So the wagon wheel rut became a very powerful metaphor for me, personally. Um, I use it a lot. I think about it a lot. And even when I'm, I'm doing those first thought wrongs and I'm jumping back to old patterns or old ideas or old ways to do things, I just, in my mind, I see the wagon wheel going, you know, heading west. It's like the wagon train. And I see the wheel and it's like, I can, I can start a new rut i've just got to pull it out of there and sometimes i sink down but that's okay because i can always go back that was a big one for me
1: well and and for me in that part it was my my uh tool that i used and i went back to that one tons and tons was making new ruts yeah you know going on a new path and and trying not to get caught up in that i mean i used that a ton That was a good one. Thank you. Thank you. It was
0: a good one. And um, you guys went to, I missed it, uh, a um, presentation a couple of weeks ago with uh, Dr. Tease. And he it's really cool because he talks about the physiological effects of addiction and what we can do to basically rewire our brains. And The Wagon Wheel Run is just an oversimplified thing, a description of what we're trying to do in recovery of rewiring. And it, it's not just about addiction to a controlled substance or to alcohol. It can be, you know, your addiction to codependent patterns. It can be your addiction to shopping or eating or just living a life that you're not happy i don't want to say that you're not proud of because it's more that it's it's leaving you in a place that you are not happy or satisfied it's when you're feeling discontent and and sad and everybody has the uh, ability and the potential to make their new wheel ruts and to forge a new life
1: yeah because then you're not moving forward and you're not in relentless forward motion and all that jazz
0: and i love the relentless forward motion
2: Me too. Well, mine, if I can go next, please. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, was the four agreements. I really did like that segment we did. Um, especially since that was right before kind of my eruption of honesty with, um, kind of what had been going on the last year, excuse me, in my sobriety. And I just, you know, the being impeccable with your word and doing your best were really kind of hitting home for me every week because I didn't feel like I was doing my best because I wasn't living my truth and I wasn't being impeccable with my word. I was saying things. um, So it was kind of like I was... uh, talking sober but living drunk.
0: So one of the things that really jumped out at me when I was doing my retrospective was uh, the four agreements. And not necessarily that they were always the most impactful for me, but I felt like as a group that our dynamic really synced. We had had little glimpses of how we almost become like one mind in the way we are Sharing the ideas and building off of each other. We don't have the same ideas. That's what I love about this. Right. Exactly right. We don't have the same ideas, but it's like I spark something in Brie, and then Brie says something, and I can, because we can watch each other, we've got these visual cues. It is so cool to watch how another person goes, Oh my God, that just made me think of this, and I just got that.
1: Well, and it seemed like uh, the time that you're talking about during the four agreements, there was uh, like we were learning as we went, we were discovering. We were doing our homework and then we were coming to the table with um, totally different ideas and totally different uh, uh, takes on the same thing, but getting to the same point as we were there.
0: Absolutely. And, um, you know what I learned from the four agreements I'd read it before but I'd never done a lot of critical thinking with it because it is such an easy read and when you're you know you're highlighting going oh wow that's really powerful until you actually sit down this is just for me. Until I actually sit down and discuss something that I'm reading, I don't think I get the many layers and how it impacts.
2: Lynn, absolutely. And I couldn't agree with that more. So it was really nice that we actually had something that we were reading every week and then discussing afterward, yeah. almost like a little It's book like school. Club. It's school. Because I've constantly caught myself in the last couple of weeks saying, oh, I'm probably taking that too personally. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times that I've... Yeah. I've had to check my feelings and I go to... Check yourself before you
1: wreck yourself. But thank God
2: I have. and If we mm-hmm. wouldn't have talked about it, that wouldn't be so prominent in my mind. Right. Um, so prevalent to say, hey, I'm, I'm and is this really a negative thing against me or am I just taking it too personally? So it did help that we discussed Absolutely. it. We read it, and then we discussed for yeah, me Yeah,
0: that and I'm I'm a big fan of what I call the critical reading, critical thinking, because it does help you see another perspective that you would have never gotten on your own. You know, like all those English classes that we probably labored through in school sometimes were not real great, but we learned some tools that we just kinda hid away and didn't think about until we needed them now. So it, it, it's a cool, really cool lesson.
1: Well, and how um, how all these these topics have really kept me sober, right? Yeah. So throughout the whole adventure, it's just been another thing that has added to my arsenal of activities in my life that keep me in a recovery frame of mind. Mm-hmm. And you guys all, like even just doing the work, right? So we come to the table, we, we record, then we do the after work and put together our definitions and, and get it on paper and get it uploaded. But the, while I'm getting uploaded, I'm listening to it and I'm hearing things too, right? So I'm discovering and it's just, I, I feel like we have a blanket of recovery around us by actually putting ourselves in this work. Absolutely. Um, The other
0: thing that while you were talking I was thinking about, the discipline that we three have shown to show up every week, to do some research on whatever topic we decide on, you know, to have the follow through because it doesn't just stop after we hit and record. You know, there's a lot of work and thankfully Vicki has been able to uh, carry a lot of that burden but we all try to share we're, because we're three you know, we can share in decision making and jobs and the financials, all of it, we are able to share in that and there is no way in hell I would have been able to do this by myself and it's, I think it's again It's that divine thing that brought us together to be able to do this. And when you were talking about it helps you stay sober, you know, for me, it's not always at the utmost of my brain about taking a drink, but I've learned that sober encompasses my entire spiritual being and my physical being. It's not just about taking a drink. So when I say it helps keep me sober, it keeps my emotions in check. It helps me to uh, have someone to listen and call me out when I need it or to commiserate and tell me that I'm valid and feeling this way and this is what you can do to fix a problem or work on a problem. And that that has been a gift that i never could have predicted or produced seen. on your own right yes.
1: so it's it's like the four agreements especially i'm 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 there with you and mm-hmm. and what i what i feel like happens when we do these we're just adding this other layer of reminding ourselves and each other and the people that are listening how to remain teachable how to surrender, we're reminding ourselves. And that's what the whole point of the whole podcast is, is just right. to get the word out there that we can live a different way and make transformational change for real if we do things. And I'm not saying everybody needs to do a podcast to do <laughs> that. Um but consuming and and being with us on this journey and listening to the way that we've discovered and hopefully sharing you sharing the way you discover and the way you deal with surrender is um is our hope and our, our my goal personal goal absolutely and I mean I just think everyone does
2: it their own way <laughs> and it doesn't always have to be perfect and what I've really liked about doing a different topic every week is we talk about his, how it relates to sobriety but we also just talk about how it relates to our lives in general mm-hmm. or you know interesting quotes or other ideas and we pull in from outside just outside everyday life too and right. i know it's helped me be a more responsible person in my own sobriety and also um i mean even the littlest the littlest um tips from you gals such as oh i write stuff down so that i can reflect on it later that's not something I used to do before, but now I do it all the time. Yeah. you know, So I've just grown in, as a person, not just in my sobriety, but just in just being a responsible human and um, pulling my weight, contributing all of that stuff has been huge.
1: So, I mean, the discovery for me is, is twofold. To be in recovery, you need discipline. And I learned that really quickly in recovery, and somehow I followed it because I wasn't a very disciplined person. But then to be in life to be successful in life and to change you need to be disciplined too yeah and it's been helpful and and we hope that it helps you to go over these topics in while you're consuming, and well, we'd like to hear from you, if possible. If you'd like to give us some comments, send us an email, share with us what you have taken from any episode that you've you've heard or are seen, and how how it might have impacted, um, like Brie did. Now she brings a pen and paper everywhere mm-hmm. she goes. And um, we're we're not uh, we're not know it alls. We're just living it and sharing it, and we want to share it with you and hear how you are doing it too. Does that make sense? Absolutely.
0: Yep. Um, one of the notes that I jotted down, and I I don't know why I'd never heard this before, and I think and now I hear it all the time. So obviously I didn't have my ears open in meetings, but um, it was in one of these episodes where I wrote down how, which stands for. Um, honest, open, and willing, and how that how it plays a part in every aspect of your life. How important that is, and um, the other side to that is staying in action. And we're staying in action with the podcast. And if I, if I can say one more thing, cause this is hilarious. When you said quotes, it reminded me. So I went to a meeting last night and it was a new meeting and they were all new people and I was kind of just taking everything in. And it was a really cool message cause it's the beginning of the year and you know, we're all in that mood right now of looking, looking ahead and, and trying to take advantage of all the things that, that we are given all the gifts. And I, for some reason, this popped in my head and I really like it. Was it a neon sign? It was Well, no, it wasn't. But it was okay. visual. But it, I don't think it was a, like the flashing motel. But um, the thing that popped in my head is the price. No, the yeah, the price of serenity is eternal vigilance. Mm. Ooh, that's epic. I feel that one. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? The price of serenity is eternal vigilance because you can't ever stop. And that's what we're talking about in this podcast is like it's constant work. That's, I think, why the four agreements spoke to me so much is that you don't ever put it down and go one and done.
1: Right. And thank goodness. And thank goodness we are able to uh, learn that and be open-minded, like you said, honest, open and willing. Um, That willing piece is is a, a baffling one to me. I don't know why I'm willing sometimes. It's kind of like, here we go again. It's kind of like acceptance. It's muscle memory. Well, right, but where does it come from? Why am I motivated? You know, sometimes I wonder, how is this, e- how, H-O-W, is this even happening? Because this is not me, and it's recovery that's been infused mm-hmm. into my muscle memory, I guess. I'll mm-hmm. take your word for it. But it's interesting, and it's, um and like, it's... I'm just—it's life-giving. If it if it wasn't for that, I probably wouldn't be hanging around here. Right. It's like sobriety itself mm-hmm. is a practice
2: that's comprised of like all these other little smaller practices. Mm-hmm. You just do each one, and then like you're and practicing it, uh, sobriety. Yeah,
0: and it all becomes one big magic bullet.
2: And then it's like anything else. Eventually, it's like you go on. It, it becomes easier. I don't want to say you go on autopilot, but it just sure.
0: And that, that's the muscle memory. That's the wagon wheel rut. And I it's was not,
3: just
2: going to say, oh yeah, my gosh, did we just <laughs> come full circle?
0: <laughs>
3: Boom. We literally just came full circle. Thank God. All
0: right, Woo. cool. Um, the, the one thing I did want to end, and there's no pressure on these two because I didn't talk about it, but I decided this year, resolutions, whatever, but I did want to find a word that was going to be kind of how I... Um, directed myself for 2020 and my word is forward and I love it because it means so many different things and I'm really excited about it and we've even talked about this whole sparkle board how that kind of just fell to the wayside and I'm, I'm thinking that I'm going to be able to use that word because I was lost I was a little lost with that and not knowing how I wanted to sparkle my soul and I needed a word so now I'm feeling kind of reinvigorated to see how I want what direction I want to take that.
1: Well, I um, did an activity with my Awkward and Awesome group, and we created our word or words or mantra. And um, I can give you guys a download, that free download, if you want. Go to vickirude.com. It's on there. However, my words, I did do my homework, and I got two words, and it's faith and freedom.
0: I love so those it. are mine. Um, th- and there was an interesting thing that was on Facebook. Uh, I th- it was on the January 1st, I think. It was a person that we follow, Karen. And um, she said, she had, you know, those word jumbles? And she said, look at it until it wrote, put down the first three words that you see. Mine was health, wealth, and joy.
1: Mine was purpose, marriage, and <laughs> something else. I don't remember. Wow. But I did one of those and it said marriage, purpose. And something else, yeah. I can't remember. But yeah, isn't that funny? <laughs> I'm not getting married. That's all bullshit. That's about, I call bullshit on I that. I call bullshit on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, my
2: word, which I did not do my homework, but in just listening to you ladies and just reflecting on what I was... Ta- <laughs> how I was feeling just this past year, I was really being this last year, and I want to be more doing this, com- this upcoming year. So, like, do... <laughs> i like it do is my word do like do. Do, do. do 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 just do do, do, do just instead of thinking no, so much about what i want to do just fucking do it yeah <laughs> so giddy up i'm on i'm there with nike, nike. you can't if take that for, yeah <laughs> nike you can't take that uh, you know just fucking do, do it
0: you fucking see,
2: mine do is, it. is just do there's no it at the end just it's no fucking just do. do fucking do, do. oh
1: yep <laughs> jfd Hi, JFK. Yeah. Right, um, you guys. Please, 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 please. If you like what you hear, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes and it, share. It helps us. Yes, share it with your friends that you think will like it. We will be back next week with a topic, and it will be um, good. I promise. And happy twenty twenty. 2020. We are it's ringing in the next century, just kidding. <laughs> we are ringing in this decade. This decade, it is only 10, not 100, what? right?
0: Yeah. Is and that I what I'm and I, and I promise um next week I will have another good grandpa joke.
1: Ooh, I love it. Ah! Grandpa jokes first hot Well, what what? Golden nugget.
0: Um golden nugget for me was how and wagon well wagon wheel. I, I can't believe how much that is stuck with me.
2: Mm-hmm. Mine was price of serenity is vigilance. Ooh. That was
1: Probably my biggest lesson this past year: eternal vigilance. Eternal vigilance. (laughs) And mine is forward. Yeah, keep moving forward. And stay on the but stay where you are. Yeah, yeah. I love you, girls. I love you, people. Have a wonderful, beautiful day. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Tribe out. Tribe Tribe out. out.
2: Thanks for listening to another episode of Telling on Ourselves. Please rate, review, share, subscribe, download our podcast at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. And if you want more Telling on Ourselves, please find us and follow us and like us on Instagram and Facebook at Telling on Ourselves. Tribe out.